people want to follow a journey. And if we were putting up this facade of like, I'm an expert, I know everything, that's not necessarily you, right? And so you may actually be alienating your audience by doing that. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and brand. We're an everyday pair of business besties slash marketing experts obsessed with helping our community learn more about what it takes to run a business. Which is why on Duo On Air, we're not holding anything back. We're giving you all the info we know about how to grow your business organically so you can be the confident CEO you were made to be. And how to navigate life as a small business owner. Whether it's on your own or with your best friend by your side. So grab your coffee or your mimosa, we don't judge, and settle in for a quick value-packed episode of Marketing Tips. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 64. Today we're chatting with a Nick Welsh, who is both a social media manager and a certified confidence and social media coach. Wow, we have never heard those two titles be combined before now, but seriously, how perfect is that combination? It's not just perfect, but it's kind of necessary. And we are exactly like you. We struggle with imposter syndrome and perfectionism on a regular basis, especially when it comes to Instagram. So this conversation that we had with Nick was so refreshing, and we cannot wait for you to feel that too. So let's jump on in. Hello, Nick. Thank you so much for being on the Duo On Air podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I, yeah, we, we are, too. we are very excited and we love what we are about to talk about today. And I think first, I just want you to kind of introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So, uh, my name is Nick Welsh. I have my own social media business. So I've been doing social media marketing for over four years now in my business. I launched it back in January, 2020. So it's been three years, over three years in my own business doing this specifically. Um, so I provide social media management services as well as social media and confidence coaching, which is something we're going to dive into today. Um, but I absolutely love what I do. I love working with online entrepreneurs and being that world. I love getting to create for my clients every day. Like that's my jam. Um, and then for anyone who's a little bit wooey in the audience, I do love a little woo. So, um, I can't help myself. I'm, I'm a mindset coach. I'm into it. So, um, yeah, like I, I love it all. So anyways, I'm really excited to dive in today. That's like the simple gist of it. If you keep it short and sweet, but yeah. Did you always know you wanted to do confidence coaching or was that something that like organically happened once you started your social media business? Yeah, that's such a good question because I think it's so funny to really look back on our trajectories and be like, oh, wow, this is how I got here, mm -hmm. right? Like I didn't intend for that to happen. Honestly, when I launched my business, I launched it because I had a marketable skill and I wanted to get out of corporate, which I think a lot of people can relate to that story. So I was like, okay, I can do social media. So I started with the social media management piece and then Prior to like years prior to me even starting my business, I experienced life coaching for the first time. So I had a life coach um, and I was lucky enough that she was my aunt. So I was able to work with her and it really opened me up to this whole world of mindset and how um, effective it can be for helping you like really establish yourself to go after the things that you want. 
And I think I always knew kind of deep down that eventually I would want to go down that route. So I saw my opportunity through social media management to say, hey, I could start social media coaching. And then the social media coaching turned into confidence coaching. And then I got certified and all of it kind of led me to where I am. But I recognize that with those social media clients, we just like needed to go that much deeper um, because they would get on a call and we'd be like, we'd brainstorm all these ideas that were going to help them hit their goals and these campaigns and things like that. And when we got to the bottom of it, like we'd meet the following week and I'd be like, okay, how did it go? And they'd say, oh, I, I didn't create any of the posts. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> let's dive a little deeper. What's going on here? Because we came up with some really simple ideas to just get you moving. So when we would dive deeper, it was like, oh, there's like actually a consistency issue. There's like something preventing them from showing up. So it like turned into a mindset block that we had to work through before we could start even implementing, you know, the content and the strategies. So um, it kind of fell into my lap in that way, but I've always been passionate about the way the mind works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. That's so important. I also like, there needs to be a class in high school and grade school. Like whenever kids are getting phones, like I think yeah. social media is meant to be like a tool. It's meant to be connection and like create this community. Right. But it can consume you mm -hmm. if it's not used mm -hmm. the right way. And it can really affect like how you show up and who you are and your confidence and like all of that where, yeah, those are all like layers that influence Absolutely. how you show up. Yeah, totally. I couldn't agree more. Um, I mean, I was even having a conversation with a friend of mine who's an influencer and we we're talking about how new social media is still like in the grand mm -hmm. scheme of things. Like what has it been around for what? 15 years? Yeah. Like yeah, 20 years, like, yeah. you know, yeah, right? it's early form. That's not mm -hmm. a long time, is no. it? No, 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 not at all. So we don't really even know how it affects us. Like there's not a lot of studies on this. So it's, it's very interesting. We are the guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> we truly are. Right. Um, which is great for everyone who's putting themselves out there in their businesses. Like number one, put like pat yourself on the back. Like you're ahead of the curve. You're marketing yourself on social. That's amazing. Um, but then also what you say, uh, about it being a tool, like, like we do let it consume us and we do forget that it's just a piece in our whole over marketing strategy we don't need to be scrolling on it every day like we don't need to be obsessing over it it's a tool and that's exactly what you said so I love that yeah mm -hmm. absolutely so okay the very first thing that we kind of want to talk about is some of those mindset blocks like what are some mindset blocks that cause us as business owners and entrepreneurs not to show up yeah. So I see two major mindset blocks typically in my clients. The first is imposter syndrome, right? So I've worked with clients where they're not showing up because they're afraid of not coming off as an expert. So that can be a big block. Um, or, you know, you're not showing up because you're like afraid you're not going to be good enough, right? That the content you're putting out isn't good enough, isn't going to, um, you know, uh, expose you as an expert, right? Mm -hmm. So that's number one. And it's so important to remember, and I'm already like diving into the, <laughs> what are we going to do about it? But no, do it, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. But it's like, so one of the things that I love to talk about around coming off as an expert and that imposter syndrome piece is that often we need to remember that like, it's okay if we come off as like, oh, I'm learning how to do this because that is so relatable. 
like people want to follow a journey, right? People want to know who you are. And if we were putting up this facade of like, I'm an expert, I know everything. Like that's not, that's not necessarily you, right? Mm -hmm. And so you may actually be alienating your audience by doing that. And so it's really great to make mistakes. It's really great to put yourself out there and be like, oh crap, like that post didn't do so well, but at least, you know, I put it out there, right? Cause you're gonna learn from that. Um, so that's imposter syndrome. The second mindset block that I see a lot is perfectionism. So yeah, that's the other monster. <laughs> I see you do nodding. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, not a fun yeah. one. That's yeah. a hard one for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it is for a lot of people because like as entrepreneurs, we're just, we're ambitious, right? We want to do something new and fresh and we want to try and figure something out on our own. And I think a lot of perfectionists tends to tend towards entrepreneurship. Um, so it's interesting, but you know, perfectionism can kind of rear its head in different ways, especially when it comes to socials. Uh, so one of those might be like, you, you have this fear of making mistakes, right? So looking at it that way, that might be what's stopping you. Or maybe you like feel this need to have to follow a certain set of rules that like, you've heard from different coaches and kind of put together as like, all of my content has to follow these rules. My strategy has to follow these rules um, so that you can do it right, right? I'm doing air quotes, right. <laughs> because there's no way to do it right is mm -hmm. the big thing at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Um, so that's one way it can look. I think a really good example is I was working with a client one time who, again, dealing with a consistency issue. Um, and she like, just was not consistent with her posts and she had a busy schedule. So I was like, is it, you know, do we need to figure out how to protect your energy more? Do we need to figure out how to make more time in your business for you to do this piece? Like, what is it? And when we really looked at it and got to the bottom of it, it wasn't those things. It was actually that she had made up this rule in her head that she thought to be able to sell her service, that she had to be super vulnerable on social, mm -hmm. which was not her. She didn't want to have to like, she was so to give you the full example, she was a birth coach and postpartum coach. And she didn't want to have to show her kids faces on her social media. And she had this kind of like limiting belief in her head that she had to. Mm -hmm. And so when we got to the bottom of it, it was like, no, you, you can set a boundary. Like that's mm -hmm. okay. You can still find ways to be relatable and authentic without having to like fill your entire truth. Right. Mm -hmm, right. And so it was important for her to be able to set that boundary and say, Oh, there are different ways I can show up authentically yeah. Yeah. and showing yeah. my kids. So sometimes it's that right. These like invisible rules that we make for ourselves that we mm -hmm. don't even know where we pick them up. Sometimes it's very right. funny. Yeah. That's so interesting that you bring that mm -hmm. up because I feel like a lot of people think that there are so many rules when it comes to the social space and yeah if you're not following all those rules or checking all those boxes, then you're not going to succeed. And it's like, there really are no rules. Like there's no. none. Yeah. Really. No. We and make them up. Yeah. We absolutely make mm -hmm. them up based on like what we hear, what we see, but you, there's no rule book out there. Like you mm -hmm. can show up how you want to and what makes sense for your business. And it's okay if it looks completely different than somebody else. Yeah. I, yeah, I think what really resonates is the layers. So we all know what imposter syndrome feels like. We all know what perfectionism feels like. We know that we're doing it, but we don't actually continue to ask the questions of why. 
why are we mm-hmm. doing it? Because there's like yeah. these deeper layers there of like, you're having imposter syndrome for a reason. Let's dig mm-hmm. deep and figure out why it is. And then once you figure out like that main reason, then you can address the problem and fix yeah. it. But you Absolutely. can't just be like, clo- like my, my idea sometimes is like, you feel imposter syndrome. I'm going to unfollow that person because like I, mm-hmm. they're clearly not serving me anymore because I'm having this weird imposter syndrome or I'm going to shut down the app and turn it away. But even in doing those things, you're not addressing the core issue of like, why yes. is that happening? And I think mm-hmm. that's so important. Totally. Yeah. I love that you both brought those things up because they're just so relevant. Like we all experience it. I experience it too. You know, like we all go through those thought processes, but it is so important to question why, Mm -hmm. like, why am I feeling this way? Why is this person kind of triggering me in some kind of way? What is underlying that? Right. Cause the minute you're able to work through that, that's going to honestly, and that's going to go and affect every part of your life, not just mm-hmm. you showing up on social to market your business. That's the beauty of it, mm-hmm. really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah, although this is like a hack to make yourself more productive, more creative, grow your business, all of mm-hmm. that, it's also a personality trait. Like yeah. it's something you yes. need to figure out as a human <laughs> because mm-hmm. it can, if you're experiencing it here, you might also experience it in motherhood and being like bringing Absolutely. a new pet home, just your family. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can experience experience that other than just being a CEO or a business owner, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, and yeah, that imposter syndrome might look different for everybody. Right. So it's so important to recognize when it's showing up for you. Mm -hmm. Often the first hint that you're experiencing imposter syndrome or perfectionism is a, it's a consistency or like not wanting to show up or, or, of lack of follow through for postings. Maybe you batch the content, but you're just not posting it, right? Like yeah. we all get stuck at different places throughout that process, which is mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We but- see we see that too. Like we do content creation for clients and we see this where we batch content for clients and sometimes it doesn't post. And yeah. we don't have this layer of content of like coaching or confidence, right? It's like, which we have a handoff meeting and we mm-hmm. talk about it. And mm-hmm. it ultimately, yeah, there are those situations where you realize after handoff that like something more is needed. Like, yeah, totally. There's a reason why all this great content that was created for you is not being posted. And it's not usually yeah. because of time. Yes, totally. Um, I see the same thing. Like when I do strategies for clients, right. The minute you hand it off into your, their hands, you're like, okay, execute, please. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. It's going to be so good for you if you execute yeah. this. Yeah. It's I a real feeling. I know. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, yeah, but, uh, oh, what was I going to say about that? My thought left my brain. <laughs> Anyways, I, it'll, I it'll come back. Yeah. It's it'll usually either. That's what I was going to say. It's usually either, um, an energy issue. Like you're not having enough time or you need to figure out where to pull that energy from to do this task. Right. Mm -hmm. So rebalancing things, maybe you're showing up on too many platforms. Maybe you need to kind of rein things in a little bit, or there's a mindset issue It's Mm -hmm. usually one or the other. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about the energy. Cause I feel like that's definitely something that we could all use a little bit of help in is like figuring out like how to protect our energy. What are Mm -hmm. some of like the best tips that you have for your clients and students? Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, my number one, like it's so tough when you're scrolling because we need, we have like, unfortunately we have to be on socials Mm -hmm. for our work, um, which is not always unfortunate because I think we can make some really beautiful connections on social. Like that's what I love social for. Mm -hmm. And same with 
the fact that we get to kind of exercise our creative muscle and we get a platform for our message, like all of those things are really amazing. And so we need to remember that. But yeah, sometimes we can get sucked into that kind of doom scrolling, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And it's such an energy suck because you are really just like, being overstimulated, <laughs> like you're being fed, you're consuming all of this information without any output necessarily. So by the time you're done kind of getting all this information input, like you have no more energy left for output, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are definitely a few things I love. Number one is if if there is someone who is kind of bringing out that comparison monster within you, I do love the mute button because then you're not unfollowing. So you can mute them. Um, these are kind of just quick tricks like we talked about. It is good to dive a little bit deeper, but these do help. Um, so curate your feet. Like it's okay to mute people. Number one, I think intentional scrolling is really key because we do need to go on social to do these business tasks, these work tasks, right? We need to go on to post. We need to go on to do our outbound engagement and interact with other accounts. We need to go in and, you know, answer the DMs of people we've already been nurturing and chatting with. So um, we need to be super intentional when we go on social to do those things. So before you open the app, literally set an intention say I'm gonna go and I'm gonna engage with 10 accounts and that's it yeah. right mm-hmm. um you can also set a timer because engagement isn't super quantifiable because you have these conversations it can be pretty organic so setting a timer can be really helpful for that like oh I'm just gonna do 15 minutes of engagement when my timer goes off I'm getting off the app um the other one I find myself doing this a lot whenever I go to post I just end up scrolling And then like five minutes later, I check back into myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been scrolling this whole time. What did I even come on here to do? (laughs) Like I have this whole post written in my drafts. (laughs) So knowing that before you open the app, you're like, okay, I am going on to post. So then you can open the app and then do that. Um, So being super intentional and then turning off your notifications. I have my notifications turned off to my business account. I think that's really handy because you're not pulled into logging on um, by a notification that just pops up, you are deciding when you are interacting with the app. And lastly, I think the most important thing is honestly, like know when you need to take a break. Like I'm a big advocate. Like if you need a week off, take a week off. Like it's fine. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for over three years. I can tell you right now, you can take a break. And I'm sure, I'm sure you would say, you might say the same. I don't know what your advice is, but always, absolutely. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Always take a break. And I feel like we've taken like just recently even kind of an unintentional break and it wasn't Mm -hmm. even like I am the one that usually puts the posts out there and I've been doing a poor job of it lately but I haven't been um like kicking myself for it because I know on the back end like our business is still growing we're still Mm -hmm. you know we still have people engaging we still have people showing up there yeah and so it's not like I'm putting our whole business on social like I know Mm -hmm. that it's not all writing on social so I've been trying to give myself a little bit of grace yeah. and hopefully Abby's been like it's okay Courtney <laughs> but <laughs> whatever I'm, be- I'm it we're busier than heck so it's yeah, yeah well, it's really fine I think we talk about consistency a lot like consistency mm-hmm. is important mm-hmm. and if you naturally like over 
this grand scheme of like the four years of our business, we show up consistently. Like that is true. And it's not like we are sporadic everywhere. Like we have consistency with like the podcast and like Mm -hmm. different elements of our business where like, Mm -hmm. yeah, if we just aren't showing up on social media, like for a couple months, like whatever it is, what it just means that we're really busy. I love that because I think I'm going through a similar phase of business where you're like, you've exited the beginner stage Mm -hmm. and you need to now trust that the foundations you've built are going to like take Mm -hmm. you further, right? Like you've built the foundations, you've done the hustle built bit, Mm -hmm. you've done the bit where you're, you have to be on social, like more consistently, whatever. Um, So I think that's huge. Like trusting that what you have done and put in is going to bring in clients that you need and you can go back to social when you're ready for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing I would say about socials is that, uh, taking that break can be so important. And something we forget is that we often equate consistency to um, quantity, mm-hmm. but consistency is actually just free, like frequency, right? It's doing it regularly. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not about like, oh, I have to post as much as possible. It's about um, I'm posting every week. I'm posting every right. once mm-hmm. in a while so that this account doesn't die, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So that's what it is. And whatever that consistency looks for you, like what mm-hmm. is doable for you? Is it two posts a week, three posts a week, four posts a week? Yeah. Like that's going to look different for everybody. I think that's where a lot of people, like when they first come into this space with a new business or something, they feel like they need to show up 24 mm-hmm. seven and that's where they start to get burnt out. Or that's where they are like, well, I don't like social anymore. Like I never mm-hmm. want to show up there again, but I know I have to. And we've tried to teach this so many times. Mm-hmm. That, like you don't have to show up every day. We actually advise you not to show up every day. Like yeah. you're going to lose your sanity. So yeah. it's like, what what works for you? What is that consistency level for you? And I think that's so important. And again, to just give yourself grace that like, if you can only post once a week, that's fine. Just stick to that once a week and you're fine. Like you don't need to show up seven days a week, like everybody else, because that's what you're seeing or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it goes back to there being no rules. Like there are no rules. As long as you can maintain something, there are no rules. Like mm-hmm. it's going to build. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and, and we do feed into that. Yeah. It's so true. What you're saying about beginner entrepreneurs. Like I remember one of my clients, when she first came on to work with me, um, she was like, how do you feel about like delivering value and content? I just feel like I've been delivering so much value. It's honestly burning me out. And I was like, well, you know, delivering value is important. Like I operate off of that notion. It's really important to, to give people something tangible, give them a reason to follow you. Right. And, and follow your journey. Um, and so I was like, well, what exactly are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm doing daily lives for two months and doing like mini trainings. I was like, I was like, I think I know why you're burning out. It's not because you're delivering too much value. It's because you're doing it too often. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So sometimes we need to look at, wow. Yeah. Like that's a lot. Right. Right. Like some days I'm not showering. I'm not getting live. Like it's not happening. Literally. (laughs) And that's fine. Like give yourself some grace, you know? We got to a point, we were posting close to every day for a while there. And there was one weekend I was getting ready to post and I just like, I stopped and I was like, why, 
Like, why am I posting on a weekend? Like, this doesn't bring me joy. This is not what I want to do with my weekend. So I texted Abby and I was like, so what are your thoughts about just like not posting on Saturday and Sunday? And she's like, absolutely. Like, it's our business. Like, if we (laughs) want to set that rule for ourselves, Mm -hmm. we can. So we stopped posting on weekends. And we were creating content on the weekends that like we knew the engagement was different on the weekends. So we'd create like fun content, which of course it is still fun to like, make fun content about coffee and cocktails and partnerships and crazy weird (laughs) things we can do with wigs. Like, yeah, it's always (laughs) fun, but having that like rule in our head of like having to do that kind of content on the weekends, especially when we're like, I don't want to dance in my reels right now. Like I just (laughs) don't want to do it. Like, you know, so I think it's, it goes back to what rules did you set? Why did you set them? And like, Mm -hmm. whose rules are they? Because like their Instagram isn't telling me those rules. And also like you, no one knows, like you can't be like, Oh, this reel is going to go viral. This is going to work for me. This audio is going to make me big. Like, yeah, there are no idea. Yeah. You have no no idea. idea. Yeah. (laughs) It's the best way to be like, just be you. Like it sounds so cheesy and cliche, but it really is like, if you go the authentic route, people are going to get to know you for you. You're going to attract people who actually want to work with you mm-hmm. um, rather than this person who has set all these rules and feels like they need to dance on reels when they don't actually want to. Like that doesn't feel good to them. Right. Um, I'm not saying dancing on reels is bad. If you love dancing yeah. on reels, then right. that's your, that's I mean, your some thing. Some people are very good at it. Very. <laughs> But it's more about like following what feels right to you. That's the yeah. biggest thing. Cause that's another trick to being consistent. Uh, post the way you want to post. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's easier to create content when you're doing it in your natural self. Like when you have to pretend to be someone else and show up, that takes a whole nother level of energy than you probably mm-hmm. have in you. And when Absolutely. you are just, yeah, when you're just being transparent and being you, and naturally showing up as you are, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going to create better content easier. And what happens if you have been operating with all of these rules, kind of have this persona that doesn't feel right. And you've built a following based off of that. Like what happens? What do you, where do you go from there? Right? Like, (laughs) I know, build it, build it by being you. It sounds so cheesy, but it's, it's the best way to be relatable. It's the best way for people to actually want to buy into to you and your business. Mm -hmm. Well, and I kind of feel like in the social space, people can tell when you aren't being authentic or when you're not having fun with it, or when you're pushing out content Mm -hmm. or doing things because you, you see that it's a trend or whatever. And Mm -hmm. you're like, well, it's a trend. I have to do it. Even though I don't want to, people can see that they can Mm -hmm. tell just by the energy that you put out that that's something that you don't want to do. And it makes you feel uncomfortable and you're I like, I appreciate when people show up authentically and when they Mm -hmm. are themselves and when they're using the social space to their best ability and to how they want to use it. And, um, I appreciate that because you, not everybody has to jump on the latest trend if that's not what you want to do. And you don't have to follow along what everybody else is doing. I think if you just show up the way that you want to in the space that shows that authenticity and that transparency and that is what people want versus you showing up and not being who you are. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. You said it right. Like (laughs) that's exactly it though. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to show up with the right energy. You know, the energy you want to put out is really important. Yeah. (laughs) 
I feel like I'm already going to know your answer to this, but uh, are there certain social media apps that are worse than others? I mean, I have my personal like opinions about this, right? It's very, it's going to be subjective, right? There might be very certain apps so. that are worse for other people, but personally, um, I feel that TikTok is the worst, <laughs> But that's this again, a personal opinion. Like I think there are a lot of ways that TikTok can be very beneficial for your business. Like the, um, you know, opportunity or possibility to go viral so much easier than on any of the other platforms is like very appealing. But what I have always disliked about TikTok is that I don't have control over what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So that can be really hard on me, right? I don't know if you guys have ever come across a video where you're like, I don't want to see this. Like, I yeah. don't like this. Like, it it doesn't feel good, right? And then you come off of the app feeling anxious or feeling yeah. kind of icky. Like, mm-hmm. so I've actually deleted TikTok because it is so addictive. Like, it I is. can't stop scrolling on that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I've actually set boundaries around it because I still enjoy it. So I'll re-download it. Like, <laughs> This is like a funny rule I have, but I'm like, if I'm like taking a bath, like if I'm in the bath, I can scroll TikTok. Like right. <laughs> that's my rule. That's just yeah. like my personal boundary I set with it. Um, Instagram is a little bit better, but like, I'd say it's the second worst because again, it follows in the footsteps of TikTok. Right. So with reels, we're kind of seeing the same thing where you don't have as much control over what you're seeing. Um, and some things can pop up that make you feel crappy. Uh, the online entrepreneur space is also so active on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, that's where your comparison monster is going to come out. Um, I find personally, so those, those two, I find the worst. What, what about you guys? What, what do you, what do you find the worst? Yeah. The worst time suck is definitely TikTok. Like I don't Mm -hmm. even know how long I can get sucked into that platform sometimes where I'm like embarrassed at the point of like, wow, what have I been doing with my life? Like what could I have been doing instead? Mm -hmm. Um, so that definitely is the biggest time suck. And I put like, I need to put them back on lat at the end of last year, I put time limits on all of my apps, which helped me Mm -hmm. realize how often I opt open the app without even noticing it yes. because it is literally a habit. Like mm-hmm. we've all done this. Like when we are bored, we form a habit to open our app and it is no longer a conscious decision. Yeah. It is unconscious. You yep. are opening that app without even knowing that you're doing it, which is just insane that Isn't that, that is happening. Yeah. It's so freaky. Do you I know why? <laughs> It's because you get, when you're scrolling TikTok and even scrolling Instagram, like scrolling any social media platform, you get a dopamine hit mm-hmm. in your brain. And so your brain continues to seek that out for the rest of the day. And so it will unconsciously get you to open the app. Yeah. yeah That's how it works. It's kind of terrifying. Right? I have gotten, I have the timer app on my Instagram app right now, but I've been actually kind of bad about just like, it's like your time's up. I'm like, not now. Like, not <laughs> well, now. you know what? Sometimes we need a little indulgence scroll. Like but there's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes the exercise that I'll do is the following day. If I like spent way too much time on Instagram, I'll sit and I'll actually think about like, what did I actually get out of that time spent on Instagram mm-hmm. yesterday? And a lot of the times I have no good answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have, I don't have an answer that says like, well, I learned X, Y, and Z, or I mm-hmm. got sent to this article and yeah. read this blog or whatever. There, It's usually just like. I don't remember anything that yeah. I saw. Yeah, and I'm like, totally awful. And so it's kind of like this mind yeah. check of like, 
you were on the app for an hour and a half yesterday and you don't remember any of mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. what could you have done with that time? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Your brain is like looking for a way to turn off, you know? Yeah. 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 I get that. I get yeah. that. It's definitely dangerous. Do you have like, what do you do? Do you give your students or clients like exercises of like things that they can do? Like once they've identified like, okay, this is a problem. Yeah. Like, like court just said like, okay, afterwards, like what did you get out of it? Like, do you have exercises that you kind of have your clients work on? Totally. So because we focus mostly like often the issues are imposter syndrome or perfectionism, things like that. My exercises are kind of more based around that, but then I'll also give action steps of like, you know, mute someone if they don't make you feel good, put a timer on if you're scrolling, you know, try and be more intentional when you're doing your tasks. So we'll come up with action steps catered to like their specific things. Mm -hmm. But as far as imposter syndrome and perfectionism go, like I'm a big list writer journaler. And so all of my exercises are based around journaling. Um, but I can give you a couple props that I absolutely love. So perfectionism, um, this is a great one. If you are struggling with perfectionism, if you are worried about making mistakes, the first prompt is, um, what are 20 negatives of being perfect? And you have to write 20 and it's going to be a hard list to write if you're a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, So that's the first prompt. Once you've done that, you can move on to the second prompt, which is what are 20 positives of making mistakes? Okay. Mm -hmm. I I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so the goal is to shift us like when we're operating out of that perfectionist mindset, we're often in a fixed mindset, which is Mm -hmm. like, we're unable to grow from anything. Like what we have been given our skills and our talents are all we can operate off of in life. Mm -hmm. Um, and those prompts are meant to shift us into a growth mindset, right. Where we're like open to making mistakes because we know they're going to teach us something, or we know that we can get better at a skill, like giving ourselves that grace. Right. Mm -hmm. So those really help. I love those. Um, and then my go-to that I always give to everyone for imposter syndrome, this will work for perfectionism too. Um, but the biggest thing is, um, what are 20 things that make you valuable? Okay. These are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're over awesome. here doodling them because I yes. know, right? I'm like, I got to put them in, in our show notes. I know. No, honestly, no, it'll change you. And then, no, and the goal is-, is to write as many as you need until you get that, like aha moment where you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like yeah. I have been limiting myself in oh, this bet. way. Yeah. And if you want the minute you feel that, like you've gone, you've, you've done it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I think pen to paper too, like is so important yeah. for these types of exercises because it takes you away from, from that screen, from the phone mm-hmm. in the hand. And it actually mm-hmm. like you're putting it on paper. It's feeling more real. It's allowing you to sit there and digest it. And then hopefully mm-hmm. take those actions going forward yeah. to work on mm-hmm. what you just revealed about yourself. Yeah. 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 I think getting out of your own space is like a big, like also just part of this exercise. And it's probably just because I'm like looking out at like two feet of snow here in Minnesota that I'm like, yeah, here too. I'm in Canada. I would love, yeah. I would love to grab my notebook and go to a park and write these prompts. Like that sounds glorious, <laughs> but yeah, one day it'll be but- you could go to a coffee shop. Like you yeah. could go to a yeah. cute little yeah. local coffee shop, yeah. get yourself a nice coffee and then dig mm-hmm. into that mindset crap that's been holding you back. Yeah, right. I know. I've yeah. totally felt that recently too. Like the need to like be in a different space because mm-hmm. there are like just in the space that you're in every single day, it sometimes can just like not draw out the creativity or like absolutely the openness that you need yeah from something fresh and new mm-hmm. yeah I um one of my favorite creativity tips is like switch up your environment mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like if you're blocked, go for a walk or bring your journals somewhere else. Like even just change rooms in your house or your apartment, right? Like going to a different space might kind of get the ideas flowing again. Agreed. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have, I feel like there's so much to talk about with both of these topics um, and everyone needs to go take these prompts and everything else. Yes. Um, is there anything else that you kind of want to leave people with to like help them yeah. just stay motivated? <laughs> yeah. My honestly, whenever people ask me this question, I always have the same answer, which is like, take the pressure off, have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Like you are creating you get to run this business. Like you get to run the business of your dreams and you get to have a platform where you, you get to deliver a message, like something you are passionate about. So have fun with it. Like it's okay to go there with it. And sometimes that can help to take the pressure off. Like it doesn't always have to be so serious. You know, I love that. I think that's so important because I think people have gotten into this mindset that it's like, oh, I have to do this for my business. It's something I Mm -hmm. have to do. It's something I have to check Mm -hmm. off and I have to show up like this and it has to be perfect. And it's like, that's not, that's not show up. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun with it and make it your own. Yeah. 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 Do you know what we call that in the mindset world? It's um, you're shitting all over yourself. I should do this. (laughs) I should do that. I love it. I should do this. Like any sentence that should in it, like it's probably not something you have to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, that is great. I love that saying. That is <laughs> yeah. Great. That is a really good thing. <laughs> For real. And the whole mentality too, around like I get to, I think I've been using yeah. even just like in my challenges as being a mom, like the second I have to like switch my schedule and like find a new preschool and like do figure out my schedule. I'm always just like, I get to have the flexibility to like make the right decisions for my family and for our, like for my kids and for my business, because I have the flexibility to it. It's like changing it. It's not like I have to do this. I have to figure it out. It's like, I get, yeah, I get the opportunity to Mm -hmm. like change things up and do what feels right. Mm -hmm. And that's all. Yeah. It's words are, words are really powerful. Like if you notice yourself telling yourself a sentence on repeat, like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Like shift it. Like what, how can you make it positive? Right? Like, oh, I, you know, I have the ability to learn and grow. Maybe that's the shift that you need to make. Right. Rather than I'm not good enough. Or you go fully opposite. You say, no, I am good enough. Look at everything I've done. Go back to your valuables list. Right. What are the things that make me valuable? Right. I know. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where can everyone go to find you and get more of these awesome tips that they need every day (laughs) when they're scrolling? (laughs) Yeah, totally. If you intentionally scroll to my Instagram page. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you can find me on Instagram at a Nick Welsh social. My name is a N N I K W E L S H social. And, um, my website is the same. So www.anickwelshsocial.com. Awesome. We'll put everything in the show notes and thank you so much. We love this. Thank you. That was a blast. (laughs) If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe. So you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.